My name is Phil Stinson, and I'm an Associate Professor of Criminal Justice at Bowling Green State University. In this episode of the Police Integrity Loss Podcast, we listen to a recording of an interview of me by Tanzina Vega for the PRI radio show The Takeaway that originally aired on NPR on December 3rd, 2018. Phil, thanks so much for being with us on The Takeaway. Well, thanks for having me back. So we are looking at the situation in both St. Louis and Dallas. Um, Is there something about these two incidents that stood out to you? Well, absolutely. There are a few themes here that I think are worth uh, discussing and and calling attention to. As to the officers in St. Louis who were indicted uh, several days ago for uh, conspiracy and related charges in the uh, aftermath of the uh, Jason Stockley acquittal, another officer in St. Louis who had been charged with with murder. And uh, I think that uh, a few things uh, come to light from this. First, the indictment goes to great lengths to share text messages of the police officers. And, you know, people seem to have their most intimate conversations, their most intimate thoughts, their most unfiltered thoughts in text messages. They don't think that they'll see the light of day. And what we see here is that if you really look closely, we're peeling back the curtain on the police subculture, some of the secrecy issues in the police subculture. And we have officers who are actually excited and boasting about having the opportunity to beat up on people, to use unjustified force at work, to make sure that they've got somebody else there, an old white guy, as the indictment says, to watch, to be an observer, so that they've got somebody to back up their story. And, uh, you know, it's been 25 years since Alan Dershowitz wrote an op-ed in the New York Times where he talked about testifying, where he talked about the fact that everybody knows that many police officers routinely lie, and yet nothing is done about it, both in court, in terms of perjury, and in uh, police reports. So I think there are elements of that here. We've got a lot of falsification going on, we've got a lot of lying going on, and we've got cover-ups. And then I think if we go back and look at the Amber Geiger case, and she was recently indicted in Dallas for murder. She had been previously arrested and charged with manslaughter. I think what we're going to see in that case is that there are a lot of lies that were told. And I think we'll we'll see when it gets to trial as to exactly what the facts are. I mean, one of the things, as you're describing this, the, the phrase that keeps coming into my mind is the blue wall, um, that police officers are often, you know, really accused of having, right? This, this veil of secrecy um, that covers up pretty much any nefarious behavior in these uh, police departments across the country. It's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. And, you know, Uh, The police typically own the narrative in these incidents. They write the reports, uh, they testify in court, and often there's nobody to rebut their testimony, at least nobody that the court takes seriously in terms of believing an alternate view of things. So um, what we see is that technology is, is really peeling back the curtain and allowing us the opportunity to see how police officers really behave when they think nobody of importance is watching. Has the technology... And I'm sure you're referring to social media, specifically the videos that we've been seeing, the photographs that we see um, in often, sadly, close enough to the incidents themselves. Do you really think that these videos have had an impact on how people perceive um, these incidences between uh, particularly between unarmed black Americans and police? 
absolutely. You know, we've got smartphones. Everybody's got the ability to record videos. We've got body cam, body-worn cameras that police officers have, dash cams. And we also have surveillance and security videos that are, that are everywhere. The cameras are everywhere. And it's interesting because the officers often forget that the technology is there. We've seen cases where officers have actually committed crimes that have been recorded by themselves on their own body cameras. And that's a really interesting thing. I'm wondering also how common, I mean, if we turn to the indictments themselves for a second, how common is it for officers to be indicted um, in crimes like what we saw in St. Louis and in Dallas? Well, it's actually very rare. You know, they say that a prosecutor can present a case to a grand jury and that a grand jury would indict a ham sandwich, that they simply will take the prosecutor's version and they'll find probable cause. But in the case of police officers, especially when a police officer is accused of committing some sort of on-duty violence, grand juries are very reluctant to indict officers. So it's unlikely. And, and I also think it's important to to remember and step back that, that I deal with outliers. You know, I've got about 15,000 cases since 2005 in my database of officers across the country who've been arrested for some sort of crime. We had about 1,100 a year. Uh, and those, those are outliers. You know, my, my father gave me a book when I started this research, when I was working on my PhD dissertation, and it was a book about police heroes, and it had stories throughout the book. And there was an inscription he wrote in the, in the front of the book just reminding me that, that not all cops are bad cops, and I think it's important to point that out. And so, no, I mean, understandably so, not all cops are bad cops, but I'm just wondering, are you seeing more? Can we expect more, given the context that we just talked about, the increase in video surveillance, uh, the increase in video proof, uh, body cameras, dash cams, cell phone cams, the sort of change that we're noticing in how uh, Americans might be viewing violence against black communities in particular by police officers. Are we expecting more indictments for nefarious and, and uh, violent behavior from police officers? Well, in terms of the fatal police shootings, we now know that between 900 and 1,000 times each and every year, on-duty police officers shoot and kill someone. And yet only a handful of times each year is an officer charged with murder or manslaughter. We've had um, about 94 officers since 2005 who've been charged uh, with murder or manslaughter resulting from an on-duty shooting. But in those cases, we're not seeing any trends with more officers being charged, more officers going to trial. Um, but I do think we're seeing uh, one thing different with technology and one thing different in terms of the public paying attention now, and that's that uh, investigators and prosecutors are paying very close attention. You know, a dead man can't talk. The police always uh, used to own the narrative. And now what we see is that there's often an alt alternative narrative where we've got uh, different types of technology that can really blow holes in the stories if, in fact, they are stories and not truthful narratives in terms of what police officers have done uh, in, in terms of their on-duty behaviors and trying to write things up to justify whatever actions they've taken. So I think as time goes on, we're going to see that the technology advances and that uh, we're going to have more opportunities for prosecutors to take a very close look in this case. And we'll just have to see over time where the trends go. Phil Stinson is a professor and criminologist at Bowling Green State University. Phil, thanks again for joining us. My pleasure. That concludes this episode of the Police Integrity Lost podcast. It was recorded for the PRI radio show, The Takeaway, on December 3rd, 2018, and aired later the same day on NPR. Support for the Police Integrity Loss podcast was provided by the Wallace Action Fund of Tides Foundation on the recommendation of Mr. Randall Wallace. My name is Phil Stinson. 
and I'm an associate professor of criminal justice at Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio. For more information on my research, please go to www.bgsu.edu slash police integrity lost.